Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is The Good Life. Food, wine, and all the good things of life. Now, here's the host of The Good Life, Guy Bauer. Yes, it is. And good afternoon. Welcome to the program. I'm glad you stopped by KNSS. You know you got to do it every Saturday, noon to one, lunch hour with Good Life Guy. It's all about food, wine, and fun for your ears. I wish you could be in the studio with me sometime because we tend, Max and I tend to have some food items and uh, I always have a wine of the week and I got a great one this week. Probably should have done a kosher wine, but I had this one organized for, for a while now. It's a wine from Lebanon. Uh, a really interesting white wine. But we're going to be talking about a book that uh, is just coming out. It's the perfect book for spring and uh, great timing for pre-Passover. It it is The Modern Table, and you could stop right there. But it happens to be followed by kosher recipes for everyday entertaining. And entertaining is you sitting at the kitchen table by yourself or a family of 12 or, or bigger. And uh, it's a beautiful done book with magnificent photography. And more importantly, as I'm fond of saying, if the first section is worth the cost of the book, the recipes are just bonus. And you can say that about this. My guest is Kim Kushner. Kim is, uh, well, I, I don't know how you do it, Kim, but uh, she's a culinary educator, best-selling cookbook author. We'll talk about her three previous books. Um uh, She's Moroccan-born. Her mother was Moroccan-born. She spent summers in Israel, uh, culinary education in Manhattan, written for several major publications. This book is a celebration of everything she loves about food, cooking, hosting, and bringing people together, and she's nice enough to be with us today. Kim, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, I, I am so lucky. I get so many great books, and I hate it when I have to weed through, and this one moved right to the top uh, when I got the press release uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, I'm not Jewish. Uh, I have great friends that are and, and, and keep kosher. But you, like I said, the last part is informative, but if you like cooking and food, this book is for everyone. Thank you so much. Yes. That's what I was trying to achieve. Well, you did it. Let's talk about you. <laughs> Take us back. Uh, 
Talk about growing up in Canada and the influence your mom provided and what got you interested in food and entertaining. Sure. So I grew up, I was born and raised in Montreal, Canada. My mother is from Morocco and my father is a native Canadian. And we grew up in a house where some of my best memories took place around a table. My mom was and continues to always cook and invite others around our table. We always had extra people at the dinner table, whether it was a regular weeknight or a holiday. And so much of my childhood is memories are based on food and delicious meals. And I'm one of four children, and we always helped my mom in the kitchen. It was just, you know, cooking was something nobody ever taught me how. It was just something I've always recalled doing. You know, I think the best home cooks uh, fall into that same category. Are your siblings, uh, do they enjoy cooking? Yes, they're all, I have to say, they are all excellent cooks. And more than they enjoy cooking, we all enjoy eating. So (laughs) it's a win-win. Yeah. Well, I think I remember reading something in there that uh, there's so many things in your book that fit my upbringing. Uh, You know, the entertainment part, my parents were... We're big with that, uh, you know, the setting the, uh, a, a, a perfect table. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you know what I mean, a nice table. And that's how I captured my first wife, my, my first wife, my second wife. While we were living in Europe, I had her over to dinner a couple times and had, you know, perfectly folded napkins and a beautiful table setting. And, and then I cooked pretty good. And, and that's how that worked. But uh, this book is... Uh, it's just so good for anybody. I mean, this would be, you know, the 25-year-old just getting married who has never cooked before. It would be that. It's, uh, there's, everything is vibrant, fresh, healthy, uh, and pretty, and pretty is important. Um, there's a lot of different things you could have done and, and focused on food. What led you to do this and be the author? You could have been a chef. Uh, you could have had a restaurant. Tell me about your path. Well, sure. Well, one of the things that I, I started when I first got into the culinary world was because I always host and throw parties and have people over for dinner, people would often ask me, can you teach me how to make this? Can you show me how to put this together? Or, you know, how do you do it? You seem so calm. It seems so effortless. And so I started by teaching cooking classes to individuals and groups. Um, And at the same time, I was doing private chef work. And what I noticed was that all people, you know, despite their backgrounds, their work, their, what they did on a daily basis, they had such an interest in learning how to cook and learning how to host beautiful dinners or lunches or whatnot. And it amazed me how much fear, though, that people had, you know, oh, I can never do this, or I'm so nervous when I'm inviting people over. And I couldn't believe, you know, that these people who are doing incredible things in their day-to-day lives are, you know, afraid of inviting a couple of people over to have dinner and drinks. And so that's what really led me to this book. I've previously written three other cookbooks. And when it comes to the recipes, the style is the same in all of my books. It's simple. It's fresh. It's not a lot of ingredients. It's accessible. When you look at my recipes, the ingredient lists are short. The directions are short. I don't like a lot of writing. I don't like a lot of steps. Our lives are busy enough. But what I wanted to do with this book, The Modern Table, was not only offer 
simple recipes that are accessible for all, but also offer tips and tools and inspirations for how to gather people around a table and do it and actually enjoy yourself at the same time. Because really, if you're not enjoying yourself, there is no point. You know, and, and the people that I know that fall into that category, and we both know them, that are scared to uh-huh. do this and, and and they're intimidated and they're, they, they always love to come to your house, but they're afraid to have you over to think that, you know, you'll critique their style and prep. And, and that's just so not true because, you know, you and I both know, man, buy a, a great loaf of bread, have some cheese, some charcuterie and call a glass it dinner. Of wine, so oh, a yeah. good alcoholic beverage and you're good to go. <laughs> well, but, but it is. You know, it, go it's ahead. It's true because even even what you said about inviting your wife for dinner, you know, what what a lot of people overlook is really when you share a meal, it's about so much more than just the food. It's a bonus if the food and the wine and the drinks are great. That's an add-on, a bonus. But really sharing a meal is so much more, and that's where like a lot of great exchange exchanges and connections happen. And when I think back about some of my best meals, it's not just the food. It always happens to be the people who I enjoyed being there with, the laughter that was around the table, the emotions that were felt. You know, especially now after these last couple of years, it's something that we need more than ever. Amen. Yeah. I'm, I always say the best Chardonnay I ever had was on a sailboat watching the sunset, you know. And, and you can't beat that. It yeah. is. It is that. It's the people. It's the place. It's uh, it's all of that. Um, when you started putting books together, and uh, like I said, I have the pleasure of getting so many cookbooks and having to weed through which ones I talk about, and and I and I love most of them. It, this is a lot of work, and and to set yeah. out to do your first book. I think anyone, when they set out on that first book, uh, it takes longer than they thought. It's a lot more work and a lot more heartache and, and, and in some cases, uh, the painful process of, of writing and getting it edited and getting it ready. Talk about your first book briefly. So the first book was a result of having taught cooking classes for about 10 years. And at the end of every cooking class, the guests saying, where's the book? You need to put all your recipes in a book. So, you know, the writing part was fairly simple because the recipes were there. I didn't create that. I didn't create those recipes for that book. I yeah. created the book for those recipes that were already tried and true. That's... So um, that was a learning process. Um, it took, several, I think it took about four, four or five years from start to finish until I had a book in my hand. But I did learn a lot. And um, it, it was a wonderful experience. You see, I love the I love the writing and the testing and the f- photographing. I love the whole creative process part of the book. When it comes to sales and promotionals, that part is less fun <laughs> for me than the creation part of it. Boy, I can imagine. Uh, you know, I bet your husband was thrilled to be part of the testing. Yes. <laughs> he uh, he certainly is. <laughs> well. It, and it's a it's a lot, and to make a recipe, and just the physical structure of the how you lay the recipe out and things, and of course coming from the background you did, assembling the recipes that you've used before has to be about one of the easiest ways if you're going to set off on this difficult journey. Uh, then you you've yes. written two other books, and uh, the modern menu was first. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, The Modern Menu was the first book. And with that book, what I, you know, I've always followed a kosher diet. Mm -hmm. 
but I still have been lucky enough to eat delicious food and travel and taste the flavors and um, the the essences of other cultures. And I found that there was a big misconception about kosher food, that people often mistaken kosher food with Jewish cuisine. So Jewish cuisine is like pastrami, lox, knishes. Kosher food really just means it's a diet where there are restrictions and some limitations. And I always grew up with a Mediterranean style of food because my mom is from Morocco and I never felt limited in what I ate. And I can travel and go to restaurants and then come home to my kosher home and try to duplicate much of what I eat. So what I tried to do with the first cookbook, The Modern Menu, was to create an incredible, beautiful, delicious cookbook that happened to be kosher, not a kosher cookbook that happened to be good. Yeah. And to me, like I said, I hope you took it as a high form of compliment when I said you could buy this book and just not even look at that kosher part and just look at the modern table and be thoroughly thrilled to have the book on your kitchen counter. Uh, Thank your, you so much. Your other book, the new kosher, or other books, the new kosher, and then I heart kosher. Uh, I love that. Yes. And uh, I'm sure you've sold well. I just can't believe this. Uh, I, this this new book, the book we're speaking of, the Modern Table, is going to be a big award winner for a number of reasons. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, we're going to talk more about the book with my guest, uh, Kim Kushner. And if you want to learn more, uh, she's got a great website. And what is it? Oh, you guessed it. KimKushner.com, K-U-S-H-N-E-R.com. Spend some time on the website. Order a book. There's links at Good Life Guy, of course. And then if you are really having fun and if you want to keep up with what Kim's doing, find her on Facebook at Kim Kushner Cuisine and then on Twitter and Instagram at uh, similar. uh, Twitter, it's Kim Kush Cuisine, just K-U-S-H. And Kim Kushner Cuisine on Instagram. Beautiful photography and some uh, great entertaining ideas. We'll talk with Kim and more about the book after this short break. Don't go away. Be looking forward to the wine of the week. Oh, my God. It's just a brilliant white wine from the Mediterranean. You'll love it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.